find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. If any of you have the thyroid healing book by now, then you you would know. You would know. And uh, as I've always said, who has 10 or 20, 30 years to wait for answers? This is the only health show out there, the only health show. And I'm saying that. I'm saying that with – I'm being serious here. It's the only health show where the information doesn't come from any kind of medical – interest groups or medical funding with strings attached, botched research, you know, thumb on the scale, lobbyists, medical lobbyists, and kick, internal kickbacks, all the things that are involved with discoveries in medicine and studies in medicine, everything else that are discovered in research and science in chronic illness where everybody, where it all falls short, persuaded belief systems. You know, alternative medicine used to be pure. It used to be clean, but it had to organize. When it organized, it developed a lot of persuaded belief systems with private panels of influencers on a lot of decisions you don't know about. And this has made health, this has made even alternative medicine a tricky place where there's landmines of misinformation everywhere. Health field payoffs, trendy traps, it's all in conventional alternative medicine, but it's not going to be in here. This is the only show where it's clean, it is not contaminated. It is, it's not skewed. It's real information comes from pure source, clean source, <clears throat> divine source that I was given the gift to hear at age four. And that gift was then transferred on to the people I've helped throughout a lifetime of doing this. So, um, so yeah, here we are medical medium radio show. If you, this is your first time, just a little something about how the show works. Important to know today's show is about life without a thyroid Life without a thyroid, you know, what does that mean? What does that mean? You know, we get thyroid problems and then we have to get a procedure done. And um, I talk about this in thyroid healing. So we have to get our thyroid removed or a part of it removed or it killed off radioactive iodine treatment for the thyroid um, for people either with, you know, severe hyperthyroidism and so forth. So there's... There's a lot to be said about this that nobody talks about. That you just can't find any information anywhere about this. But we're going to talk about it because this is going to be mind-blowing. Fasten your seatbelts because we're going for a ride. We're going for a ride today. This is going to be a great one. And uh, you got to hold – you got to stay in your seat for this one. This is going to be fun. So let's see. You know, the thing is when we lose our thyroid – when we lose our thyroid because of a condition, a tumor, a cyst, or um, you know the thyroid is so over- overreactive and it's the hyperthyroid syndrome, the Graves or so forth, or whatever it is, or I mean there's just you know a cancer, and we and we get it removed, or and you know or at the same time it's killed off by the radioactive radioiodine active treatment, you know that as well radioactive iodine treatment and then saturates the thyroid causes it to atrophy causes it to die do we really you know do we really know what's happening do we really know what's going on with the thyroid at that point do you really know if the thyroid's not useful anymore first of all if you've had your thyroid surgically removed if somebody gets their thyroid surgically removed they can never remove every single 
cell of that thyroid out of the neck. Something very important to understand because we're going to talk about that. This is really important. You can't remove every cell. You can't. It's not possible. There's always tissue left behind. I've talked to surgeons. I've talked to surgeons about this. I have. I've known that before talking to surgeons. And I've actually said, look, you know, I know that you can't get rid of it all. And they're like, how would you know? I go, because I have my source. I've talked to surgeons. They're like, you're right. You know, we don't talk about it, but you can't remove every single cell. It, it, you can't. And, you know, and so you have to understand there's thyroid left. Some people, you know, only get half their thyroid removed. Some people get the entire thyroid removed, but there's still thyroid tissue behind and left. And this is important, but why? Why is it important? It's important. Now, listen, if there's a reason, if you're listening to the show and you're like, well, I don't need to get the thyroid healing book. He's going to talk about it here. No, don't get, don't get fooled by that. Because I can only cover a fraction of what's in that book in this, in this one hour time, time frame, a fraction, small fraction. There's that much information on what you can do to protect your health and to figure out what's going on even when you're missing a thyroid. I'm not going to even be able to cover it today, but we're going to cover some of the goodies, some of the goodies. So it's important to know you've got tissue left over. Because the tissue is still doing something. It's still working for you. It's still working its magic. It's still part of the body. See, you can't have it in your mind that you're missing your thyroid. You can't even have that in your mind. Even if you had surgery, your thyroid's been removed. You can't just walk around saying, well, I'm missing my thyroid. You have to reboot and you have to connect the dots and you have to come to the realization, the truth, truthful realization, that you still have thyroid tissue left. And you can't tell your body that you're missing your thyroid. You want your body working for you. You want that tissue working for you. Now, what's not talked about, of course, just like so many things that we talk about on the show, that if you have a little bit of tissue left after any kind of surgery then that tissue's working. It's communicating. Well, a doctor might say, well, it's not producing T4, T3. You don't know that. And here's the thing. There's two undiscovered hormones that I have in thyroid healing. In the book that I talk about, R5, R6, that aren't discovered yet by research and science, they are in that tissue. And they're sending out frequencies. They're sending out frequencies. Anybody listening to the show has to listen to the thyroid healing episode radio show. You have to go back to the archives and you have to listen to thyroid healing, that show, that radio show. So when you get done with the show, don't forget, you have to hear the other show. There's so much I can't cover here that I covered there to prepare you to understand how it even works, even about R5, R6, <clears throat> these, um, these frequency hormones. These are frequency hormones. They can't be discovered because they don't have that same type of steroid compound that's in hormones. Science and research only looks for hormones with steroid compounds connected to it. That's how they, that's how they search for them. And they still haven't found even all of those hormones that are steroid-based. They haven't. They haven't found out that your adrenals produce blends, special blends of different varieties of hormones for different things that's happening in your life. They haven't even come to that conclusion. They haven't even found that. The reason why is because 
No one's going to stick $500 million into figuring out these things out or a billion dollars into figuring things out, these things out, because it'll end up dispelling a theory from the 1950s that your body destroyed itself. It's destroying itself. It's attacking itself. And that's what autoimmune is. And that's why you're missing your thyroid. You're missing your thyroid. This, this mis- mistaken theory that you're missing your thyroid because your body attacked it, made it sick, and then it had to be removed. That's not what happened at all. What happened was Epstein-Barr, the virus. It's not a trigger. Mistaken by other experts. You can hear all about that in thyroid healing episode. It's not a trigger. It is the true cause to why you got the thyroid cancer. I have a thyroid cancer chapter in the book to why you got the thyroid cancer, to why you got hyperthyroidism. It's the true cause. It's an Epstein-Barr virus that goes into the thyroid and causes these problems. And that's the true cause. Important to understand this. And your body isn't attacking itself. Antibodies produced by your body's immune system are there to go after the Epstein-Barr, not thyroid tissue. It'll never harm a single cell or tissue in the body. And this was never discovered. It was never discovered. In fact, a theory was created for the body attacking itself theory back in the 1950s because money went into this whole entire discovery. And they had to land on one theory. They had many theories. They didn't know what theory to land on. They didn't know what theory to pick. They had to pick the theory that protected the medical establishment, not you. Blaming you and your body attacking itself, causing your thyroid to be diseased, to be removed or radioactive iodine and killed off was the way out for them, blaming you and your body. Not that they didn't discover what pathogen gets into the thyroid. They didn't discover the truth. They didn't discover what was going on. So it's a faulty theory that harms you. And then because they don't want to go look far further and they don't want to look for R5 and R6, the frequency hormone inside the thyroid, that they can't even tell you because they're not going to get there. It's not going to happen. They can't even tell you that the tissue left over from your surgery is harboring R5 and R6 and still sending out frequency still frequency messages and receiving messages from all organs in the body and doing stuff for you. Yeah. How do you like them apples? How do you like those apples? Told you, seatbelt yourself in. You know, click the seatbelt. <laughs> I told you. So this is really important to understand. So you got this leftover tissue that's invaluable. Extremely valuable. Extremely. And it's useful. Useful. Very useful. And I'm going to talk about when the... the, Don't worry. We're going to get to when the thyroid's killed off by radioactive iodine. Wait till you hear about that a little bit. Wait till you hear about that a little bit. That's important. So... So here's the bottom line. If you're convinced that your thyroid's missing and don't even know about the tissue that's left over... You're going to get yourself in trouble because it, it, it doesn't help the tissue that's there. You want to communicate. You want to communicate and know that you still have your thyroid present. And the parts of the thyroid that are missing, you still have the ghost of that thyroid present because the tissue that's left over believes that the rest of the thyroid is there. Yes. Yes. There's so many mysteries about the body we can't even tap into. We don't even, we can't even tap into that I've learned from spirit, thank God. So I could pass this information on to you, the better your life, the quality of your life. And, And you need to know 
when that tissue's working for you, it is. That means something. That means something. And the reason why he got sick to begin with was the Epstein-Barr virus, the very virus that I talk about in thyroid healing that got to the thyroid. Now, like I said, experts don't know this, so they, they took the Epstein-Barr recently because I was putting it out there so much with information, and they put it in their recent literature out there, and they put it in as a trigger. It's not a trigger. It's the cause because the cause of Hashimoto's is unknown, and the theory of the body attacking itself is a theory that was built on a pile of money and, and safe faults from the medical industry so that you took the blame for anything that's not discovered. And they, they flipped it to autoimmune just like that. They flipped it to autoimmune. All autoimmune diseases is your fault. Your body's attacking itself and it's genetic. Everything's genetic now. That's another safe fault. If you look into thyroid healing, you could read the genetic chapter. That's a whole nother trap as well. To make you think that you got crappy genes, faulty genes, make you think your body's attacking itself, make you think that you got yourself sick. And then the natural people out there or the other conventional people that are joining forces and they're putting literature out there, then they say, oh, it was these foods, you know, take these foods away. You weren't on the right autoimmune diet and all these other things. And they, you, these are triggers. And they, they're also kind of tricking you out by accident because they don't know any different. It's not their fault. They're amazing people. And they're good people, and I love them. But what they don't understand is that Epstein-Barr isn't a trigger. It's, it's the cause. And triggers are, yes, things like gluten, of course. Triggers are things like eggs. Well, I don't think they know that one. Nobody knows that one. People think eggs are a perfect food, but they feed Epstein-Barr. And they are a trigger. They are a trigger. So foods are a trigger, sure, but heavy metals, toxic heavy metals are a trigger. But why? Because it feeds Epstein-Barr. See, this is completely avoided in research and science, and it is avoided in the industry right now. So the latest literature, this latest stuff you find about thyroid and everything, they took the Epstein-Barr because I was putting it out there to such a degree, and, and hundreds of thousands and millions of people are figuring it out now because I put it out there. And now they're taking it as a little safe fault for themselves. And they're saying, oh, we're going to put it in here so people think we got that information too. When you look at the information, it's not. It's not. And they don't know that that's the cause. So you get tricked again, thinking your body's destroying itself because they hold on to all that grandfathered-in law, mis misguided information about the body destroying itself autoimmune, the autoimmune theory, they don't want to let that go. They can't let that go. It's not possible for them to let it go. So they got to hold that. So they take Epstein-Barr and now they file it in as a little trigger. And then they cite some kind of study about Epstein-Barr that doesn't even, doesn't even line up to the information of the truth on any level or anything. It's a way out. It's a way to safeguard the stuff they already put out there because in their hearts, they know that it's wrong about the theory of autoimmune. But you need to know. You need to know, and you need to be the, the thyroid expert. And that's what's happening. If you picked up thyroid healing, you're the thyroid expert, the real thyroid expert now. The real thyroid expert. You know what's going on, and you're going to know what's going on with life without a thyroid. Life without a thyroid. What does that mean? It means more than you know right now. It means you got tissue left over that's communicating. The undiscovered hormone R5 and the undiscovered hormone R6, they work together. 
and they're a frequency hormone. And the body has frequency hormones that are undiscovered because they don't have a steroid compound signature to what science of research has tagged as hormonal compounds. And what these, what this frequency hormone does is it, it's involved with really, truly rebalancing and helping heal your body. And the leftover tissue in your thyroid is a message center. It's a data center. It's a data center. It records information, complaints like an HR department, complaints that are coming from all your different organs and other parts of the body. It's other parts of the body and organs are sending messages to what, to the leftover tissue that you have. Yes, have. You probably still don't even believe you got leftover tissue in there. Call your surgeon up and your surgeon might just want to comfort you and not because he, he, might, he might just be like, oh, no, no, we got it all out. It's not possible. And I've, I've, I've talked to surgeons that even agree it's not possible. But a surgeon might just try to comfort you be like, no, 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 we did our job. Don't think we missed something. No, no, it's good if they missed something. It's good if they missed some cells and tissue. It's good because it's working for you and it's there. I mean, they got the cancer out if you had a thyroid cancer, but, you know, there's still going to be always a little bit something left behind. Some people have a lot left behind. They got half their thyroid left behind. They got a quarter of their thyroid left behind. They got an eighth of their thyroid left behind. They got a sixteenth of their thyroid left behind. They do. So important to understand here. This is a big one. This is a big one. And it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your body destroying itself. It wasn't your body attacking itself that created the illness or disease or the condition that you have or the symptoms that you have, which could have come with the thyroid problem around the same time because Epstein-Barr tends to create all the symptoms, all those symptoms, fatigue, puffy face, puffy eyes, all the different symptoms. You have fibromyalgia, aches and pains, confusion, brain fog, insomnia, all these different things that they're just saying, oh, that's a thyroid problem. No, thyroid is just one of, the pro- one of the symptoms. The thyroid becoming a problem and losing its T3, T4 is one of the symptoms. Just like the liver, the liver actually gets the Epstein-Barr in it, not allowing the liver to convert properly. Not even allowing it to convert properly. You'll, you'll look into the different sections and truly know what's going on. There's people out there, okay, there's people out there that they had their thyroid removed and they're on replacement hormones, but they got all the same symptoms. I don't mean people, I mean people. I mean thousands and thousands of people. Thousands of people still got all the same symptoms. Why? Why do they have all the same symptoms, the fatigue and all the problems and everything else? They're getting the supplemental, you know, the, the supplemental hormones, whether it's compounded from, a nat- from naturally pharmacy-wise, whether it's synthetic. They're getting it. Why do they feel the same? Why do they have the aches and pains? Why do they have all the fibro? Why do they have all the other stuff? Why do they – everything that was told that was lined up to thyroid to begin with, they had the thyroid removed. They got the hormone replacement. Why is it all still there? That's the majority of the people, more than the majority, actually. Okay? So why? Now, there are a few people who feel a little bit better. They do. They do. 
They feel a little bit better, but that's also because they're doing a lot more for their health, which subsided the Epstein-Barr symptoms. They cleaned up their diet. There's people that didn't do the changes. They just had the surgery and the, and, and the supplemental hormones, but they didn't change anything else. They didn't accidentally do something right for their Epstein-Barr that no one told them they had that caused the problem to begin with. So their symptoms started getting better. That's what happens with like all the autoimmune diets and stuff like that. When you take away processed foods, fast food and junk food and weak gluten and everything else, they don't even realize you're actually taking it away from Epstein-Barr, which is creating your thyroid symptoms to begin with. So they think your thyroid's just getting better because your symptoms are starting to get better from doing this great autoimmune diet and they don't even know. I don't like playing guessing games. I don't even like, I don't like that at all. What it is, is you're starving the virus. You're stopping the virus from causing all those symptoms. One of the symptoms the virus causes is a thyroid breakdown. That's one of them too. That's just one of the same thing the virus gets in the liver causing problems. Same thing as the virus releasing neurotoxins causing fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome. I talk about in thyroid healing. You'll see that the same way. The, th- the, the virus does these things, causes brain fog by releasing neurotoxins, and it gets into the brain and it causes brain fog. You clean up your diet, you take some better vitamins, chances are some of the vitamins and herbs you're taking are killing off a little bit of Epstein-Barr by default, by accident. And you're getting your brain fog a little bit better, and you're get, getting off a of weak gluten, and you're getting off of processed fat, 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 um, bad food and fast food and greasy foods. You're getting off all these things. You're eating cleaner. And you're noticing a lot of your symptoms going away. Not everybody, but a lot of people. Because you're backing down the Epstein-Barr virus. No one's telling you that because they don't know. And they don't know that's what got the thyroid to begin with. Do you see what happens out there? You see what happens? You know, this is all important to know. But how do you really succeed no matter what? You succeed by knowing what foods to eat that starve Epstein-Barr, what supplements to take, then you really launch yourself forward so it doesn't nip you in the butt and come back. So the Epstein-Barr doesn't nip you in the butt because you never knew about it to begin with. So you didn't really keep on track and you didn't do enough but did a little bit enough and then the Epstein-Barr comes by and nips you in the butt again and you're like, wait a minute, I thought my thyroid problem was fixed. Why am I getting all these symptoms again? Why do I have brain fog back four years later? Go to another doctor like, oh, I think your Hashimoto's might be back. I can't tell. Uh, you know, that's the body attacking itself. Um... <laughs> the bad theory. It's really important to know that whatever thyroid tissue you have left, because you do, everybody has a different percentage. Nobody has the same percentage. The different, the, the, the thyroid tissue left over is working in your favor and it's saturated with R5 and R6, which is two undiscovered hormones. Science of research don't even have their fingers on. They're not going to put a, a billion dollars into figuring that one out yet. No, why bother? Just put it all and funnel it all into genetics. It's so interesting. I mean, DNA and genetics, everybody just wakes up, they snap up. Anything you say hereditary, anything genetic, they just like perk up. Like what? Oh, all ears, all ears. It's God, it's God, it's all ears. Meanwhile, that's not what these illnesses are. They're heavy metal, to, heavy metal toxicity, coupled with viruses and pathogens and chemicals and pesticides and other things. It's all these things and things happening in the body because of that. And yes, it could be some of these toxins and heavy metals can be passed on to generation to generation, going all the way back to the 1800s, 1700s and further. 
So in a way, we can hereditarily transfer some mercury across, but that's not a genetic trait and genes going bad. Whether you hereditarily get some mercury that way through, you know, your parents or you accidentally get new mercury poisoning, it's all the same. It's not genetic. And they're, they're passing everything off as genetic. Hashimoto's, all of it, everything. So it's really important to know. Thyroid cancer, all of that. Oh, it's genetic. And you know, your, your daughter's probably going to have it. Uh, and they just, they, they scare you. What you can do is you can get rid of the Epstein-Barr out of your daughter's life. Absolutely can learn how to take care of her in a different way and protect her. You can protect your children. You can protect your son. You can protect your family. You can become the expert, the real expert. The real expert. The only problem is, is yeah, when you become an expert and you know this information about like life without a thyroid, and you know this information, you're going to be up against the naysayers and the doubters and the skeptics because what they're doing is they're married to the old law. If you put your life into a project or a book or a painting or a, some kind of project or endeavor – and you find out in the end that it was wrong information you dedicated your life into, you're not going to accept that. So you hang on to that misinformation, whatever it is, whether it's wrong, you hang on to it because you built something out of it and people don't want to give that up. So it's very hard to take the truth like you have now as an expert, real thyroid expert, and go out into the world. It's kind of hard because you're going to see the other information. It's just going to still be there because no one's going to want to let that go because now they look like they don't look good. And what happens is because no one realizes that they're just making mistakes like you just do. It's an evolution of mistakes because nobody has the real truth or a source that's been uncontent that's been not been contaminated through faulty theories such as autoimmune and so forth. And that's the disaster that we have in front of us. But we have an answer right here, right now. So let's keep on pushing through. So what happens, <laughs> what happens if you're, you know, you, you get your thyroid killed off. If it gets killed off because you got something going on, some hyperthyroidism, what happens there? Is it killed off? No, no. In fact, it's not even permanent. It can't be completely killed off. Radioactive iodine treatment can't completely kill off your thyroid. It can kill off a department of the thyroid, the T4, T3 production department. It can't kill off. It can't kill off the R5, R6 department, the radiofrequency department, the undiscovered hormones. It can't kill that off. This is so critical to understand. And over time, if you eat properly and you do things and you take things and you take like a really high quality couple of cut tiny drops of a high quality iodine or you take you, – or you eat a seaweed like a kelp or a dulse or a bladder rack or you have a little bit of spirulina over time, that – the iodine in those very sources – starts to pull the radioactive iodine out, including the radioactive part. And you can bring your thyroid back to life, the T4, T3 life. 
you're, you're, you know, you can bring it back. Your thyroid, your, your, your liver will do the conversion better. Everything will get stronger and better because that radioactive iodine does get into the liver too when you get it into the thyroid and that can throw conversion off a little bit, the conversion of those, the, the hormones. And so you want, you know, you're going to have, you're, when you do these other natural sources, which leads me to believe, meaning leads, leads me to tell you, I believe, but to tell you what the belief system is out there about iodine. This is important to understand. Right now, everybody's afraid of iodine. Iodine is critical. It's critical. Stops us from getting cancer. It's a cancer preventative. It kills off Epstein-Barr. Anybody with Hashimoto's, if they react to any kind of iodine, it's because the iodine is destroying a virus too fast. So you don't want to go overboard and you got to be careful. You want to talk to your practitioner because you'll kill off too much virus in the body and get a reaction. But you can still have it in spirulina. You can still have it in small increments. You can still, with Hashimoto's, take a couple of drops of iodine. You can still do these things. Talk to your practitioner if you're nervous. But what it does is it, it protects you against the Epstein-Barr from worsening inside the thyroid, causing scar tissue and bringing you to a place of thyroid disease down the road and thyroid atrophy. So in the end, you don't want to be iodine deficient. You don't want to be afraid of iodine. This is another great mistake developing right now in the thyroid world. The fear of the misinformation out there and the way the internet now works and how people can voice the misinformation the loudest people are the people that are trying to stomp on the truth. Those are the loudest people. Those are the loudest people out there. They're out there and they're on a mission to try to stop the truth because they fell into a belief system. And they, they're, they're the ones out there that are just not helping. And you're going to run into that when you have real information and the truth. You're going to see that out there on the internet. You're going to see it, whatever. Oh, don't take spirulina. That's horrible for any thyroid problem. Spirulina actually helps heal a thyroid problem in a thyroid condition. It helps heal Hashimoto's. It helps get heavy metals out of the body. So, so Epstein-Barr can't feed off of those heavy metals. It's got just enough of traces of iodine, little traces they can protect your thyroid from thyroid cancer, from Epstein-Barr creating thyroid cancer. It can also minimize levels of Epstein-Barr in the thyroid. Yeah, you don't want to eat 10 tablespoons of, of, uh, of spirulina at once, but you don't want to eat 10 tablespoons of anything at once, no matter what it is medicinally. It's very important to understand. You do a half a teaspoon of spirulina. You do, you know, you do a, a little bit of dulse. Atlantic sea vegetable dose. You could do that with Hashimoto's. You could do that with hypothyroid. Absolutely. There's no question. The misinformation out there is rampant. I mean, you don't want to inundate your thyroid with too much iodine to the point where you're dousing it with dropper full after dropper full or something, where you're just, you know, you're, you're implementing it. With, but you don't want to do that with really anything. And the other thing is you don't want to do it to that degree because it's going to start doing a kill-off. Not your thyroid. It's going to start killing off Epstein-Barr left and right. And that can cause an irritation. You don't want those irritate. You don't want to be killing off a virus super fast. No matter what department of the body it's in, whether it's in your blood, whether a virus is in your liver, whether a bacteria is in your liver, whether a bacteria is in your blood, you don't want to have any kind of die-off to an extent, iodine's literally an antipathogen. 
It's an antipathogen. It it'll go and start annihilating every bad bacteria, every strep, E. coli, staph, um, Epstein-Barr, cytomegalovirus, um, whatever. It'll just Ebola, whatever. It'll just be annihilating things. That's what it does. So you want to be, you want to do, you want to do just some sea vegetables, the hypothyroid here and there. You want to do that spirulina every day, a little bit of it for your hypothyroid. And that gets you in a better place. But the misinformation out there is going to mess with your head. It all does. That's what it is. And it's all based on false theories and false understandings and a false beliefs that were grandfathered in and paid for and funded and bought and sold long before they were born. And that's how the traps work. That's how the traps work. So is your thyroid really destroyed or taken out when you got the radioactive iodine done to it? There are five and R6 isn't. That's a radiofrequency hormone that's still sitting and residing inside of a thyroid. The thyroid's still registering complaints throughout the body. It's still that brain center that's registering complaints like I was talking about coming from all the different organs and glands. So your thyroid's still alive. It's like it's partly in a coma. It's partly in a coma, your thyroid, after you get that radioactive iodine. It's partly in a coma. But somebody in a coma is still alive, and they still got a soul. Whether they're in a coma for one day, whether they're in a coma for five days, whether they're in a coma for a year, they still got a soul. Their heart's still beating. And you don't know what's ticking inside of there. And that's what the thyroid does when it gets slammed with a whole bunch of radioactive iodine. That's what happens. But the R5 and R6 is working. There's still communication happening within the body. And that's still happening. And it revives over time. When you're doing something like a little bit of spirulina, it pulls that stuff out and helps tissue repair and get less saturated with that radioactive iodine it got contaminated with. It starts to revive. You can bring a thyroid back and bring it back in balance and learn how to get rid of the Epstein bar that caused the problem to begin with and have your thyroid come back. Yes, no one's ever talked about that. No one knows that. That's what you can do. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, this is exactly why it's so critical to know this. This is why I had to do an episode just on life without a thyroid. I had to. I couldn't help it. And I still can't cover the information in this book. It's not enough. I could do 15 episodes in the thyroid and I won't touch what's in the book. I could do 20, 30 episodes. I still won't cover the book. There's so many hidden little pieces and bits and pieces and jewels and gems that Spirit allowed and gave to us. And it's in there. And it's not going to be covered. I'm just going to give you what I can. You got to get the book. I'm just going to give you what I can. If you can't afford the book, I don't know what it costs. I know it's $15, $16, $17. I don't know what it is. If you can't afford the book, and the book is, and you know, someone said to me, I couldn't believe they said this. I said, oh, you're just trying to, you're, you're just selling books. Selling books is to cover the cost of making the book so it can be put in your hand. I don't sell supplements. I'm not getting rich. I'm not sitting here selling massive amounts of supplements. I, you know, and, and, and that's what I do. I'm not trying to sell a product medical medium written you know, stamped on it and then trying to get you hooked into something there's no there's no marketing in this I, I, when someone says that it's really really disturbing 
It's a book. It's the cost to cover the book, to get it into your hands, to get it distributed so it can get in your hands. So you can walk into a store and buy that book for whatever it is, $17, whatever it is, and buy that book. I don't know the price of the book. So don't quote me on that because then you'll be like, you said the book was this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying that get the book. If you don't have the money, borrow a book. Borrow a book somewhere. Borrow it from a friend. Get a friend to get it so you can borrow it. Whatever you can do, just get it. Because it's important when you don't have a thyroid. It's important if you have a thyroid still. It's important if you, because when you don't have a thyroid, you still have thyroid tissue left. That's the whole point. And you need to know how to take care of it. You need to know how to take care of it. Did you ever garden before? Did you ever garden? Maybe just, I don't know. You live in an apartment and you got a little terrace or you got a balcony or something. Maybe you don't even have a balcony. You're living in an apartment and you just have a window and you're, you're growing some sprouts. Or you're growing something, a house, and say something something dies out of the batch of stuff you're growing. There still could be some left, and you want to, you want to grow that. You ever you ever have that? Like, whoa, whoa! I better water this because whatever's left of this plant or this or this 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 vegetable in the garden, I could get it to come back. And look, it's coming back two days later. Whoa! I see new growth. Whoa! And you're all of a sudden you're taking care of it. Like, oh my god, I got this to come back. This is great. And how would you know to even take care of it? You were taught somehow, some way along the way in your life since you were born, you were taught that you got to water it. You were taught that you got to water it. Then you were taught you got to feed it. Then you were taught somewhere along the line that it needs pretty good soil. So now you get a little bit more potting soil and you put around it and you water it again. And you're taught to take care of it. Well, you need to be, you need to be taught to take care of what tissues left. Or would radioactive iodine tissue still stand strong in there that could be revived or is still working over time for you? You need to be taught so you can take care of it. Tell me, how critical is that? Who's doing that in the industry? No one. And I'm not taking credit. It's spirit's information. I always have to give spirit the credit. I know what it's like when I don't. I get kicked in the butt by spirit. It happened a long time ago. You, you probably read it in book one, Medical Medium. Origins, the story. A story of, of a little bit of my life. A little bit in there. And, and you'd see that. So yeah. But, but that's the whole point. You need this information. You need to grow what's there into something more and revive it. You need to know that your body didn't do this to harm you. To give you a thyroid cancer or thyroid disease or thyroid illness. Your body didn't do that to harm you. It's not working against you. It didn't do that to mess with you. And it's not your genes destroying itself. You need to know that. All that's important. All that's important. If you like eggs, get rid of them. Get rid of them. I know they taste good. I know they taste great. I know there's all kinds of different, you know, I mean, ways you can make eggs and do things with eggs. Don't eat eggs because it's not going to help. It feeds the Epstein bar. It's one of the foods. Dairy products. Don't don't eat dairy products. It feeds the Epstein bar because you don't want to refeed Epstein bar. Get it to grow. Get it to cause problems. You want to get better. 
And people with out with, with people that have they they, they they you know living their life, they had the th- surgery that you know to the thyroid and all these other things. Most of them, like I said, still have all their symptoms and pains and aches and all these problems. And that's the Epstein Barr. So you got to take away eggs, take away dairy products, take away wheat gluten. I'm not saying it just because of a trendy diet. I'm not saying get rid of all this gluten because of a trendy diet. I'm not saying all those things. I'm saying because I know for a fact what it's doing and I know for a fact why an 80-year-old who's never had the virus cause any problems can eat all the gluten he or she wants and be 80, 85 years old, 90 and not have a problem. I know why that happens. People don't know why. Thanks to my source, I know why. Not because I'm a great guy, but because of my source. And I know why for you to help you. This is important. See, when I say, hey, don't eat this, there's a reason for it. A real reason. Because I know what's going on. That's how it works. You might find another source. And the reason why I'm expressing this to such a degree, you might find another source. It's like, no, eggs are perfect. It's perfect food. Protein, you should have eggs. You should have a high-fat diet. Take out the carbs. Make sure you're doing eggs. But little do you know, even though you might improve because you got the gluten gone and you got some of the other processed foods, you still got something that's brewing that caused your thyroid illness to begin with. It's there, and it will take advantage over time on eggs and stuff like that. Why do you want to wait till that happens? I've seen this happen over and over again. When you want to get people better, you want to get them better. You don't want them something to sneak up on them later like it happens all the time. All the time. And you don't want that. You don't. And belief systems are tricky. Because if someone likes eggs, they're going to make sure they offer that. That's what belief systems do. That's what belief systems do. That's how it works. I can't harbor or sit in a belief system. Spirit won't let me. So whether I like something or I don't like, you need to know what you need to do. So when it comes down to diet for reviving life without a thyroid, I, I have, have it all laid out in thyroid healing. You can even grab medical medium book one. You can even grab recipes out of life-changing foods, which is a really important book. They're all important. They're a series for a reason. Spirit told me you have to make it a series. I didn't get that that idea just because I was like, "Whoa, Nancy Drew," you know. I didn't. It's not what it was. I was just putting the information out, and Spirit said, "No, no, no. Everybody has to just. They have to be. They have to know what's going on in each one of these books." I was like, "So, what do you want me to do about it, Spirit?" And Spirit said, "You have to make it a series." That's what Spirit said. Because the term series is just, it's been in our history for a long time. And spirit knows that. Spirit knows so much. I said, okay, whatever. All right. I just want to get this book done and get it in people's hands. You know, the deal is here is that with the foods, celery juice is a great way to also revive. The mineral salts can get to the thyroid. It can clean up the liver, get to the liver, help. All the foods I lay out, is, it's important. Antioxidants, the fruits, antioxidants in the fruits, the wild blueberries, it helps. Wild blueberries are one of the best foods in the world for the thyroid. Wild blueberries. I know you end up getting the regular cultivated clamshell variety, and I get that, but you got to get the wild blueberries because that's where the power is. That's where the powerhouse is. 
if you're an animal protein lover, you got to reduce the animal protein to a degree. If you want to revive the, the, the thyroid faster, if you want to revive the liver, if you want the symptoms to go away that you truly want to go away, you have to lower the Epstein bar. And if your diet's too high in fat and has no carbs in it or very low carbs, but so high in fat, it slows us down too. You got to lower the fats. If you're plant-based, if you're a vegan, you got to lower the nuts. You got to lower the oils. I know I've been saying this a lot lately, but I have to because I'm noticing that even though I said it before and I said it in book one, medical medium, people aren't really doing it. They're not doing it the way they need to. They're still eating a ton of nuts, pile of nuts. I've had people say, hey, I'm doing your your thing. I'm doing your thing. And, and I go, you are? That's awesome. And they're like, yeah, I eat a half a bag of cashews um, all day long. And I'm like, well, you know what? That's pretty good. That's still pretty good. But but, but they're like, and I'm eating half a bag of cashews all day long. I had this, this uh, all this coconut. I put three tablespoons of coconut oil in my smoothie. Oh, I couldn't. I, I wouldn't taste good. A little yuck, yuck. And they're like, I put three, I put two tablespoons of almond butter and two tablespoons of, of, um, of coconut oil in my smoothie. I go, I never told you to do that. They go, well, I guess I was probably looking at somebody else's stuff too. They got the high fat thing. And I'm like, oh my God, no, you can't do that. You got to lower them. You could have a little bit of coconut oil. You could have a little bit of olive oil if you want. You could have a little bit of avocado. You can make dressings. You could do things. You could have a little guacamole. Absolutely. But you got to keep the fats down lower, whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, or you're an animal protein connoisseur. You have to drop them down because the animal protein means animal fat. You're just not allowed to know that because no one wants you to know that. That animal protein means animal fat. doesn't matter how lean it is. You know, we know that about nuts. How come we know that about nuts, but we don't know that about animal protein? How come we know if you eat a peanut or you eat a you eat an almond, they're like, whoa, too much fat. Wait a minute, whoever, why did that become law and a doctrine? They're they're packed with protein. Almonds are packed with protein. Who said? Who said? Whoa, way too much fat. Pumpkin seeds. Oh, pumpkin seeds. Way too much fat. Who said that? When animal protein, I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying animal protein, no one's allowed to say it's filled with fat. No one's allowed to say it's filled with fat. In fact, it's no, it's protein. What are you talking about? It's filled with fat. That's the calorie. Nuts are filled with fat and protein. Animal protein's filled with fat and protein, but filled with fat. Why is that one hidden? Why is that one hidden and tucked away? And what that does, it gets you in trouble because you'll eat pro- animal protein three times a day. Your liver will get bogged down. By the time you're 60 years old, your liver is all messed up. Your thyroid just gets screwed up even, even more. That's what happens. You get tricked. I'm not against animal protein. You just got to be careful to how much you're eating and never eat pork. Never eat pork. Could do the lean grass-fed chicken, grass, um, you know, um, pasture-raised chicken. You can do... The grass-fed beef, whatever you can do, this stuff, but you can you got to do it. And you get small amounts. If you're vegan, plant-based, you, you can do nuts. Do a handful of nuts, but do f- four celery sticks. Do a handful of nut, four celery sticks. That's helpful for the thyroid. If you're an animal protein lover, just a little bit of chicken at night. Have a big salad with it, and then the rest of the day, you need things like sweet potatoes, winter squash. You need. You can have a little bit of avocado. Lots of fruit. You can revive your thyroid. And not get tricked by trends out there. Very important to know. And you can recover yourself and keep away the no foods list. Kefir, yogurt. Yogurt's the worst thing for a thyroid. But it's in, it's out there. As if it's an option. Goat's milk, terrible for the thyroid. 
I mean, goat's milk is better than cow's milk. I know that. It's not like I don't know all these things, but it still feeds Epstein-Barr, which could be bad for your thyroid. So this is important to know all of this. And you can revive what's left of the thyroid when you have no thyroid. And let me tell you something. People who still have a thyroid, meaning in the sense where half of it wasn't removed or it wasn't radio, it, was, it wasn't um, removed by radioactive iodine or killed off by, sorry, radioactive iodine. People who just have Hashimoto's still think their life is without a thyroid. That's the most important point as well. Uh, one of the most important points I can make right here in this radio show. They still think they don't really have a thyroid because their thyroid's attack because their body's attacking the thyroid and destroying it. They think their thyroid's being destroyed, and that's the dangerous, dangerous theory mistake that's totally taken over the thyroid world. Totally has taken over the thyroid world and the autoimmune world. A grotesque mistake, and in thyroid healing. Spirit calls it the great mistake. It's great mistake number one. Great mistake number one. We all make mistakes. We all make little mistakes, but they don't ruin people's lives. And trust me, that one does. And some people make mistakes that are probably worse and can hamper somebody's life. And I'm sure it's happened, but not, not like this. This ruins more lives over time by that autoimmune mistake that's made. It ruins more lives over time because, like I said, relationships break down because of it. Newlyweds, they just they fall out of love because they think they got a sick one on their hands. I've seen it over and over again. And you're thinking, well, that means that it wasn't meant to be and it was a shallow relationship. Not at all. If they knew that their thyroid wasn't being destroyed and that they just had a problem that they could clean up, that the destiny would have changed. And listen, if this has happened to you already, something like this before, it's okay because you can move forward and you will have somebody in your life and people in your lives and you will move forward and things will, no matter what, get better, especially when you know the truth. I'm just saying I've seen the damage done to people in so many ways when they think their body's letting them down and they think it's hereditary or genes or so forth. This is an important part about life without a thyroid. People who have hypothyroidism think they're still having kind of a life without a thyroid. In the back of their head, they're like, my thyroid, my thyroid, my thyroid. And they really realize your thyroid is great. It's great and it loves you and your body loves you and it's not destroying it. But what they should be saying is, whoa, I got a critter in me that I can get rid of, that I could stomp out because my body's working on stomping it out. And that's why I got the autoantibody. Because the autoantibody isn't because autoimmune. It isn't an antibody destroying my thyroid. It's an antibody going after the Epstein-Barr, and no one knows it. It's important to know all these things. You could change somebody's life by telling them, and I, I have to rely on you. I have to rely on you. I need you. I need you. I need you to get the message out. I need you to get the message out and say, yeah, look, this is what it is, medical medium. Hey, this is what it is, medical medium. Look, this is what it is. And get the message out. I need that. And this book is controversial. It is. Because it has all the truth in it, so it's controversial. So any support, any support you can give me is, is welcomed for Spirit and I. Any support, whatever that is. If you see an opportunity to do a review, do a review. Whatever. Wherever you do reviews. Do a review on Amazon or wherever you do, Barnes and Noble, whatever you do, the reviews or whatever. You see an opportunity so someone else can get the truth and not be persuaded away from it by the grandfathered laws that are protected in order to thwart you and your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. You got to look out for that. So just, you know, 
Hey, anything, any kind of support, go to Instagram, go to Facebook, you know, and um, we got great stories, all kinds of great healing people have done with the medical medium information from spirit. And um, you can get inspired if this is the first time listening to the show. And uh, But the bottom line is, please know that it isn't life without a thyroid. That's just what we're told when we have Hashimoto's. That's what we're told when we have thyroid cancer and it's being removed. That's what we told when we have nodules on the thyroid with no understanding of what causes a nodule, which I talk about in thyroid healing. That's what we're told. But the tissue can be revived. When you have it surgically removed, there's still some left. Everybody's different and everybody's a little bit different. But there's still some left and it can be revived. And in some people, a lot more left than you could possibly imagine. And you know what? Tissue can regenerate itself. I've seen nurse practitioners do ultrasounds of the thyroid, sonogram ultrasounds, so forth of the thyroid, and get and, and, and MRIs and so forth of the thyroid and everything, and get a picture of the thyroid and see that the thyroid had more tissue that wasn't diseased or problematic than what originally would it look like after the surgery long before. And I've seen some nurse practitioners and talked to them that have actually seen this and they're completely baffled. They tell the doctor, doctor doesn't care. Or the doctor says, that's interesting. Maybe that's scar tissue. And it wasn't scar tissue. And it wasn't scar tissue. It was active real life tissue that was regenerating because the person was eating better and taking care of themselves and doing things and it was regenerating. No one knows, but you do now. And with the radioactive iodine treatments, don't despair. Don't feel it's the end. It's not. We can suck that stuff out. We can take that iodine out. We can take the radioactive iodine. It does go out. What's wrong is they say it can never be removed. It can never leave the thyroid. That is not true. I promise you that is not true. I promise you it can leave the thyroid. It can be taken out. It can be slowly assimilated, dissimilated out of the thyroid with powerful things like the wild blueberries every single day. The frozen wild blueberries, powerful things like the Vimergy barley grass juice powder, pow pow powerful things like the Hawaiian spirulina, powerful things like cilantro, powerful things like the dulse, the dulse. And when these things work together, this, these things can attract, assimilate, pull out that radioactive iodine and bring your life back. And if you didn't have radioactive iodine, you just have Hashimoto's, these things take out heavy metals, which is a trigger a trigger that Epstein-Barr feeds off of and causes your problem. Like I said, one of the greatest mistakes is throwing Epstein-Barr as a trigger into the packet because they saw me bring it out as the truth. What a disaster that is. It's not a trigger. It's the cause of thyroid disease. So listen, keep a light heart. Light heart, something Spirit said to me a long time ago when I was pretty sad watching everybody suffer and struggle and get misinformation along the way when I was younger. And, you know, I mean, the people I've had help in the offices that I've had over the years and the decades have helped people. Spirit said, keep a light heart. Keep a light heart. And Spirit took me off of consultations because Spirit wanted the information to go out in the books because it wasn't getting out there fast enough. But I will be helping people one-on-one. -on -one. Right now, i got to help them out through the literature, through the information, the free information constantly on the blog, on the website. Go to medicalmedium.com. Get as much information as you can. Empower yourself about everything. I love you. I stand behind you 100%. Just know I care. 
and take care, and I'll see you on the next show. Bless you. Pick up thyroid healing. Learn more. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care.